0: Drive home, I called her mom from a payphone phone, I said I was the cops, and your husband's in jail. This day looks down on side of me. And that's about the time that bitch are not funny. Nobody likes you when you're twenty-three. And I still want these bank for cows. What the hell is called I need mean, my friends say I should have my age? What's my age again? What's my age again?
1: and Waller.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, waxers. Welcome to the Nostalgia Wax Podcast. My name is Frank, joined alongside by my friend, my co-host... I'm trying to think of the name of what you're being right now.
1: The Jackalope? The Jackalope, that was it.
2: <laughs> Damn it. The Jackalope, voiced by... bold Jackalope? Thank you. All right. Michigan native Dave Couye, yes. Um, welcome to the Nostalgia Wax Podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and do that whole voice for the (laughs) the whole show, (laughs) but it will tie back into something a little later, so (laughs) foreshadowed for you waxers. I like
2: it. How are you feeling this evening?
1: Uh, not too bad. How about you? Did you have a good Christmas?
2: It was the best of times. (laughs) It was the best of times.
1: It was a great
2: Christmas. Of course I had a great Christmas. How can you not have a great Christmas? Well, I mean, you
1: could have had to put your dog down or your cat down or both.
2: That sounds terrible. (laughs) You
1: you posited a hypothetical and I had to kind of answer. That's the worst. I'm sorry.
2: I did once have to put my dog down. Yeah, me too. Back in the day, it was the worst thing I ever went through.
1: Yeah, not not fun.
2: It was terrible.
1: I vowed never to get a dog again. I'm almost there with you, yeah. (laughs) Just about, yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. I totally, I completely forgot your dog recently passed away. Yeah. After how many, I mean, that dog had, that dog lived a life though, he, right? Yeah, big time. How long? He was 16 and a half. 16 and a half. Yeah. In dog years, it's like 550 yes, years he's, old.
1: He's, yeah, he was like the Redwood Forest of dogs. I know, i
2: for as long as we have been podcasting,
1: yes. I have come and seen. He was a big fan, one of our biggest. So he if was. You notice, <laughs> he noticed one less waxer out there. It's... Yeah.
2: Aw. Aw. One less. Wa-
1: Aw. <laughs> now I'm all sad. Well, I wasn't trying to bring the podcast down. But... What in the
2: damn hell? I'm sorry. Man.
1: You, you, you asked how people can have a bad Christmas. The, the proper answer, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get a sidetrack. The proper <laughs> answer would have been. Uh, they listen to the Eagles, please come home for Christmas, and then they commit suicide.
2: Oh, yes. That's the yeah. that's, the, that's the more proper reason. Yeah. Or
1: they, they celebrated Jesus 2.0. Yeah. Or you put your dog down, and then you listen to the Eagles, please come <laughs> home for Christmas. And then it's like guaranteed. You're not just taking out yourself. You're taking out anybody within the vicinity of you as well.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you had a fantastic Christmas and that you did not have to put any animal down at all.
1: Yeah, we need all the listeners
2: weekend. We, <laughs> we do. So, so welcome back. We are on episode now 38.
1: Wow. Is that correct?
2: Sure. Wow.
1: The, the accounting firm of Delight Haskins & Sons uh, certifies that
2: they do yes. and why do they certify that
1: because we pay them
2: I we do know. pay them lots of money but 38 means that uh, waxers we are just one I repeat after this one episode away from the nostalgies the nostalgies yes. it's
1: the nostalgies oh I like that
2: yeah. that's good maybe I can join our our outro nostalgies song that we have
1: yeah we'll just rip off Barry Manilow's Copacabana yeah <laughs> His name was Francis. He had a podcast with his chubby little friend. They had... Pre- <laughs> I got nothing. <my> <laughs> so, there's, well, there's potential there, though. I think.
2: Excuse me. What year did we select for this upcoming Nostalgies? 1990. Yes, 1990. And we, we just were kind of talking briefly about it. We have no idea what happened Uh Probably a Mariah Carey album came out, but we don't know. We can't confirm.
1: Sure. Uh, that Arsenio Hall was probably on.
2: Oh, probably. Yeah. So it should be uh, should be very interesting. So, Waxers, this is uh, just an announcement to you all. You've now got some time to submit your nominees for the 1990 Nostalgia Wax Nostalgies.
1: You've been served.
2: You have been served. And uh, we'll you know, post the topics in the do you want to post them in the show notes or maybe we'll sure, post them on Twitter yeah. maybe we'll just post them on Twitter and Facebook we won't cloud up our show notes with
1: Nobody reads those anyway.
2: No, am I the only one that reads those? I'm the,
1: I I have to read them technically because I write them. I but. get I get a kick out of them
2: every time I read them. So please if anything please continue for me. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll do.
2: So so uh, today's episode though so we're on episode 38. Today's episode Brought up this topic actually a couple weeks ago. Uh, wanted to discuss with you, Josh, childish things you used to do that you still continue to do as an adult.
1: This is a very subjective type podcast, I have to, to say, because... We're, uh,
2: we're grown children?
1: Well, I'm, I'm a giant man-baby myself, <laughs> but... I mean, it boils down to sometimes it comes a time to leave childish things in the past. I haven't learned what time that is yet, but it's, it's certainly something where, uh, as you get older, you, you have a tendency to put things away and some of us don't put those things away and end up with a basement full of things that they can't throw away. And that's not to say I'm a hoarder, but. Dear God, man. Mine is all organized.
2: Okay, I mean it is it, for the most part it is in waxers. I've I've commented on it in the past, but yes this this basement is uh,
1: this basement is interesting. This basement is everything I dreamed about growing up and having places for things. And-,
2: and you're you're yes, and you're you're getting to live out your actual dream. So you know why don't why don't we just start there and why don't we we jump into that? Sure. Uh, so. Childish things you used to do, but you still do as an adult. And just taking a look around your room, it seems as though, Josh, you might have a toy problem.
1: I've, I've got a big toy statue uh, pop culture art problem. Uh, and I, I'm not embarrassed to say it, but... One of the things that I take great pleasure in is going and hunting for toys and tracking them down. Mm -hmm. It used to be a situation where I would buy everything. I was a completionist. Mm -hmm. So back when Star Wars figures released in the nineties, I had to have every single one that came out. Sure. I have certainly trimmed that back quite a bit in the years since I'm, I try to be as focused as possible with my collecting mainly stick to like captain america uh and various other pop culture icons but uh it's hey everybody's got to have a bad habit and if mine is plastic then i don't know what else to say (laughs) so be it Uh, it bad habit
2: uh bad habit by the offspring is now stuck in my head you remember that jam? I remember self-esteem. Cause I got a bad habit. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm a blowing away. Hey. You've got a lot of Funko. Whoa, oh my goodness. Did that come through? Oh, yeah,
0: it did.
2: <laughs> you've got a, uh, you've got a lot, a lot of Funko pops. And, and I'm, I'm just looking now cause you're, as you said, you're, you're starting to get your, your basement even more organized than it already is. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned being a completionist. Now, I, too, am somewhat of a completionist. I have that completionist bug. If I've got a checklist, I want to make sure everything is checked on it. And looking at the Funko Pops, they've got numbers on them. Oh, yeah. And I, to me, that would drive me nuts if I didn't have every single one. But you have somehow made peace with that.
1: Oh, you can't. There's. It's next to impossible.
2: Yes, So it to have every single one.
1: There Funko Pops are one of these things where they should not be as successful as they are. Yes, I agree. They're they're very kitschy, Mm. but for some ungodly reason, I think it's the fact that there's just so many damn licenses out there. Yeah. And they're at a sweet price point. It's usually less than ten dollars. And what happens you, you inevitably have some type of like office party where you need to buy a gift for someone. Like a white elephant, a white elephant type thing. And it's real easy to be like, oh, I know they like friends. Well, guess what? There's a pop for that. Yeah. Um, oh, they like Die Hard. Guess what? There's a pop for that. There's literally, I could probably name the franchises they don't have under contract. Easier than I would be able to tell you all the ones that they do have contracts for. Sure. Uh, A lot of them, there's like minor loopholes involved with with Funko Pops. If you notice, uh, Star Wars Funko Pops are all bobbleheads. I didn't know this. Not all Funko Pops are bobbleheads, but they specifically can't have Star Wars that are not bobbleheads. Why? Because Lucasfilm has a contract with, uh, what is it? Uh, Hasbro, I think, for all the Star Wars action figures.
2: Oh, so they have to be bobbleheads to get around that. Yes. Just,
1: things are still making noise beneath yeah, me. it
2: happens. That is interesting.
1: Yeah. Didn't so know that. All kinds of weird little loopholes. Uh, again, going back to the completionist aspect, there's too many chase figures. There's too many variants. So what that means is uh, here's like a normal Hans Gruber and we're also going to release one that's exclusive to uh, GameStop. And he's going to have on his trench coat and have his hands in his pocket like he's strolling through Nakatomi Plaza. Mm. So having it's to hunt near down, impossible to get everything. Yeah, having to hunt down all those. Another thing, Funko's like kings of repaints or redesigns. So the basic Funko design doesn't change very much from, no. you know, of the Funko Pops. But then they'll take and they'll have like a Captain America that they dip in in gold and make it like gold chrome where he looks gold plated. Oh, and we'll also do one that's blue chrome and he's blue chrome plated or red chrome, red chrome plated. So if you tried to track down all of those, you would more than likely drive yourself mad. Yeah, it's driving me mad listening to you right now. Oh, totally. Go through them all. Not to mention the fact that... Their fan base is so absolutely berserk. If you follow Funko on Twitter, they constantly do these things where it's you have to retweet and you have to follow them. And they'll have different things that they announce throughout the day, like multiple times, like probably 20 times a day. They'll just put something out like, hey, here's a pop. Retweet it and follow us and you get a chance to win it.
2: That's why Nostalgia Wax retwe- retweets them so much. From
1: time to time. But the thing is... <laughs> Never once have I ever won one.
2: No, I don't think anyone wins it. And well, what's funny is I said that one time, and then I saw Funko like tweet out who the winners were.
1: Yeah, they one do time. that every month. Yeah, and then it's like, hey, if you think that you uh, you should have been a winner, yeah. like write us. And like, yeah, I should have been a winner about a million times over. As many times you would think that inevitably, I'd probably have an easier chance of winning the damn lottery than I would winning something from Funko.
2: So. To reel this back in, you're now listening to the Funko podcast, Sorry. Funko Pop podcast. You opened it up. Man. I did. Collecting toys. That's something that you you don't really do as an adult. or you, Let's say you're, you're not really supposed to. You're supposed to grow out of that. But that's a childish thing that you have held on to. Ob- obvi.
1: <laughs> Big time.
2: <laughs> as I'm looking around yes. the basement here. And then, you know, once we get our um, video podcasting up and running, then, it, <laughs> then the waxers can, can see it all. Just add that to your list to do things. Uh, so we are recording the episode in uh, in the studio here, the studio being down in your basement. Reminds me of a, a, a child childish thing, or childhood thing, should I say, that I did when I was younger that I still do as an adult. And that is when I flip off the light switch in the basement, and it gets very... I proceed to sprint up the stairs <laughs> as if something is going to grab me from behind, drag me back down, and tear out my
1: insides. This this basement, because it's finished, I don't get that sensation. But I do know, I, I've lived in plenty of houses where the basements were not finished, and there was that deep, dank, <laughs> something's definitely down something here Something is us. there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same, it's the same sensation I get when skiing down the hills and I have it butt into a york pepper. uh, (laughs) I I get that same feeling when I'm in the pool and I go to get out of the pool and I think that I'm instinctively going to get eaten by a shark before I get
2: out. Interesting. I don't, see in a pool, I don't have that as much as I do a lake. In a lake, I will still get that feeling. In a pool, I understand that I'm kind of in a pool.
1: Sharks don't care. <laughs> sharks get a shark. They'll, they'll find
2: you, Where it doesn't matter.
1: Listen, they, they have a whole theme song now about this baby shark, and yeah, oh, no, God, yeah. listen, shark's gonna show up. Sharks, it doesn't matter. But, but yeah,
2: that's something for me. I it's still, as an adult, I will still run up the stairs, and I have to make a, I really have to make a conscious effort to not do it especially when i'm when like let's say i I got my kids downstairs Mm -hmm. with me and you know i shut the lights off i have to be like okay calm yourself in front of your kids calm yourself in front of your kids and let the kids and try not to knock the kids down the stairs or throw them back towards the evil that's trying to eat me (laughs) and get to the top very quickly i have to make a conscious effort not to do that and i want to say that it does amplify depending on what i've been watching recently Mm, like for me so i've been watching that netflix show um what is it the uh the haunting of uh,
1: hill house hill
2: house is that what it is so so good i've been watching it down in the basement and so i watch it with all the lights off and it's just it's pitch black in the basement and my basement's not finished right now and it's really creepy it's just a chair and the tv (laughs) and so when i go to go upstairs and go to bed like there's something that's still there. There's the, it, my mind just goes, and I can't get up the stairs fast enough. Like I've twisted ankles
1: getting up the stairs. So this is what I want you to try the next time that you are watching an episode of The Haunting of Hill House, and you're all done. Mm-hmm. You're going upstairs. I want you to flip the light switch off, and then quickly turn it back on. Oh
2: <laughs> no! Oh hell no! No!
1: Right, no!
2: No! Yeah no 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 i just got over that episode where um the the kid goes down the little dummy elevator into the basement Mm, he's got the flickering flashlight and that thing starts crawling at him i was like hell no
1: get me no done but think about it how many times like when you saw those in movies and stuff you're like man it'd be so cool if i had one of those and then you see this and you're like nope don't want ever one i'd never want one of those ever No, no never. it's terrifying terrifying i i also get that feeling uh it doesn't necessarily have to be downstairs but if you're walking through your house and uh most of the lights are off i came out the other night and i went to get myself a glass of water and the wife has everything decorated for the holidays sure and we bought this giant nutcracker okay and it stands over by the tree oh no so it's like people-sized nutcracker right okay (laughs) (laughs) and I just happened to like walk out, and I just saw like a silhouette of somebody standing by the Christmas tree, and I almost lost my shit. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's that's uh, like we referred to in the past
1: on uh, nostalgia wax. That's straight up nightmare. Town. Straight up nightmare town. Yes, my my insides immediately said, "Nope, we're out of here, bye bye." And then my my normal conscious thinking said, "Dumbass, that's the Nutcracker." Speaking of walking, do you uh,
2: avoid stepping on cracks?
1: No, but I hate my mother so. There's, oh love that. <laughs> There's that. Break your back, bitch! I, I didn't say that. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Holy cow!
2: I avoid cracks. Uh, I still do to this day. I did as a child. I do as an adult. Even to the point. Okay, now this is <laughs> this is weird. So if I'm driving down the road in a car. And you know how sometimes the road will have kind of marks in it where they, they've laid the concrete and maybe not sm- smoothed over it, right? Okay. Well, before I go over one of those little bumps or little cracks, I will lift my foot off the gas pedal.
1: No, you will not. I swear to God. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> my God. You and I both have said a lot of dumb things on this podcast. But that right there. Well done! You, you've won. You win. A winner is you. Holy smokes! <laughs> you take your foot off the gas because if you don't, you're literally in contact through via via Kit the the Night Rider car and his his tires. You're then touching said crack. Yes. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I told. I told you that, I mean... You ain't
1: first, you're fucking last. I used to
2: do it as a kid, too. If I was, like, sitting in the front and I saw... A cra- I would lift my, my feet up. So, it just continued as an adult. I just happen to be driving the vehicle wow. now. Doesn't make a difference. Still gotta lift my feet
1: off the ground. All right. okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: So, the next one. Now... This is one that also I feel is is a very childish thing that I still do. I wanted to get your take on it. One of the other things I do that I've done since I was little and still continue as an adult is uh, actually uh, push the shopping cart, jump onto the shopping cart, and ride it just a just a wee bit.
1: Well, the days of me riding shopping carts ended probably about <laughs> twelve years old <laughs> as a brawny lad. I- <laughs> There wasn't a whole lot of riding on shopping carts as opposed to tipping over said shopping cart. <laughs>
2: Listen, have you seen those new
1: Target shopping carts? Oh, those yeah. Those things are beasts. No, I'm going to I'm gonna break. That's heavy-duty plastic. No, I'm going to break it. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. I'm going to wreck it. Yeah, no.
2: Uh-uh. Can't do it. So it's something I still do. Like, I will find myself pushing a cart, and I'll just be pushing it, and then I'll kind of... Especially in the parking lot, I'm pushing it, give a look left, give a look right. No one's looking at me.
0: Wee!
2: I, I mean, look, I, <laughs> we'll jump on and ride it.
1: Yeah, if I could, I would. It'd be fun. But <laughs> the ability to the ability to ride on a shopping cart doesn't move the needle the needle enough to get me off the couch.
2: Well, I do appreciate, unlike the cracks you you now, you are not looking down on me for still riding. What happens if you're
1: car? on a shopping cart and you cross a crack?
2: Do you really want to know? <laughs>
1: do you just bail and like the cart goes flying and it like runs into somebody's car like ah it's like you diving out of a moving vehicle you're like barrel rolling down the side what happens if you cross a crack while you're barrel rolling what happens then you just kind of throw an elbow down to you do you immediately call your mother and like mom are you okay Like, you you won't believe what happened to me just now. So, uh, back to
2: the crack thing. I never believed the break your mother's back thing. I just don't like to step on cracks. It's just the thing with me.
1: Like Whitney said, crack is
2: whack. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. Uh, What I do like to do, though, what I do like to step on, trampolines. (laughs) More so, step and leap into the air. Like Superman or Spider-Man. I pretend I'm Spider-Man sometimes. Spider-Man? Yeah. There? Yeah, Mr. Spider-Man.
1: Uh, I had much, much fun on a trampoline. We had one in our backyard growing up, and uh, I, I couldn't do any flips or anything like that, but I was big on doing like ninja moves. Oh, yeah. We were big on ninja moves, and we were big on like wrestling Oh, on for the sure, trampoline. the wrestling, yeah. So, yeah, I, I have a lot of fun. Yeah, so I
2: still have fun as an adult, maybe too much fun. I remember a, I might have mentioned it on a previous Nostalgia Wax podcast, but I was so excited for my kids to get older because all I wanted to do was buy them a trampoline because I never had a trampoline growing up. Mm. I had cousins who had a trampoline. I had a friend who had a trampoline, a couple friends who had trampolines. I never got one because my parents were like, you will kill yourself on it. Okay, go ahead. So then I, well, th- but that's really it. I, I got excited to buy one. And finally, I did buy one mm. for my kids. And I got one that has kind of the, the, the netting on the outside so they don't kill themselves.
1: So or So you, you went out and bought yourself something that you didn't get when you were a kid. Correct. Hence my
2: basement. Yes. I mean, yes. It, it's, it's a true story. Yeah. Uh, but I still enjoy to jump on it. I'm now 37 years of age. And I still can't get enough of the trampoline to the point where I'm pretty sure I did some significant damage to my shoulder that I need to get mm-hmm. looked at. Like I legit, I'm not, I, I can't I don't kid you when I say this is as high as I can lift my arm until there's absolute shooting pain all through here.
1: Well, that's not good.
2: No. So if, if 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 waxers and there's no camera here, but really I'm just I'm almost it's, it's making a T. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's no like I can like I've got a I, it's got to be some kind of rotator cuff thing, right? Yeah, or uh, something. But I
1: got an exercise for that. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Oh, maybe I should. No, because I've, I've had like terrible shoulder pain for the longest time.
2: Yeah, like, it's yeah. it's it's my shoulder all the way down until almost like my tricep. It's like yep. this whole thing here is done.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not a chiropractor, but I will give you the exercise Ooh. and like get some it helped me immensely. That
2: would be great because my medical bills have been piling up lately. Yeah, no, so, I don't want to do that. But actually, I think I've hit my deductibles. So maybe I'll just go anyway.
1: There you go. It's like... So, uh, in terms of trampoline, one last thing. Trampoline. Uh, and maybe this is just fat guy problems, but did you ever bottom out on the trampoline?
2: I thought that, I thought there was
1: a myth like swinging over oh, the, it, swinging over the, the swing set. I can assure you it is definitely <laughs> not. But, well, those... Those weight restrictions on are, are on a trampoline for a reason. And <laughs> the worst thing that you can do is uh, do like a cannonball Ooh. to discover that it will, in fact, bottom out. Wow. Yeah. So I basically took, did like a stone cold stunner from like, I don't know, what, eight feet up in the air, given the fact, you know. Yeah, uh, adjusted sure. for the three and a half foot yeah. or four foot high yeah. trampoline. Yeah. Straight onto my tailbone. Oh. Yeah. Probably, not good. Probably broke it too oh no no didn't break i mean oh. maybe it's broken but oh, you, you probably did it was I've, pretty
2: painful i swear i think i've broke i've broke my tailbone at least three or four times and you can tell because then every time you sit down you can't breathe for a second you sit and you're like because <gasps> it shoots a pain all the way up through you okay have am i the only like, one who's broke their tailbone have you multiple been diagnosed times diagnosed with yeah they can't do anything for it like they can't when you break a tailbone they can't like they can't cast up, cast up your your peepee and your booty,
0: <laughs> like
2: booty and peepees can't be plastered. <laughs> like they need to open.
1: This is amazing. <laughs> when you suggested this show topic, never in a million years did I ever think that we'd be talking about booties and peepees getting casted up. All right, you never cease to amaze me, Francis. Well done.
2: So, uh. So, speaking of injuries, childish things I loved to do, still do as an as, a, uh, as an adult, play on playgrounds.
0: Mm.
2: You still play on playgrounds? No. Not at all. No. Not in the least bit. Uh no, no. I have found a new love for it now, especially with my kids. So my kids are playing on the playground. They're like, come on the playground with me. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't, but okay. <laughs> you know, then jump up and, and climb around with them and stuff. But I am reminded when I was a freshman in high school, uh, and still in high school love to play on playgrounds, uh, myself and another buddy went to one of my friends' soccer games. He played like club soccer And sure. um Whatever, it doesn't matter. But we went to the game, got bored of the game, went to the playground that was right next to the soccer field. And I was playing on the playground and I was running across one of those little wooden bridges.
1: Okay.
2: You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right?
1: Suspension bridges. Suspension right.
2: bridges. And I looked back at my buddy and I, I turned back around and boom, like cranked one of the steel girders Ooh. and just fell backwards. And was just out of it, Ouch. right? And uh, it was actually the first time I was ever concussed. Oh. It was caused by a children's playground my freshman year of high school. I remember going to my aunt's house, and I was really sleepy.
1: Oh, they didn't let you sleep.
2: No, they said, uh, go lay down, go rest.
1: Oh, well,
2: I, and, and in hindsight, I'm like, so I could have Worst died. Worst advice ever. <laughs> so I could have hemorrhaged and died. Indeed. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I took they're like here's some aspirin and go lay down okay great had a washcloth over my head pretty sure i, I slipped away for a little bit came back too and i think my mom was like get, get him to the hospital what the hell is <laughs> whatever right so i go there and yeah sure as shit i have a concussion one of i suffered two other concussions in high school playing basketball after that but Wow. Yeah, so, so I've I've had three concussions. Only one caused by playground equipment, but I still champion that playground equipment to this day. I love it. All right. Childhood things. You still do as an adult or let's say you still don't do as a, as an adult. Uh, Josh, you still don't eat cucumbers
1: or rice? Yes.
2: So sushi is pretty much off the table for you. Not a big fan. No. <laughs> no. Um, the rice things, um, actually, both things are a little weird. Like, that's a little no, weird. Yeah,
1: it's totally normal.
2: So why don't you like rice?
1: So the rice thing comes from either this happened or it didn't happen. I can't tell you for certain. Okay. But in my, <laughs> in my memory, I had some white rice from a Chinese food restaurant in New Baltimore. And there were maggots in it. Ew. Yes. And, and they look like rice. I said it either did or didn't happen. I could not tell you. But in my head, this absolutely 100% happened. They're disguised as rice. Yes. Like, maggots are like nature's rice. And it's like one of those things where you've already eaten like a couple spoonfuls, oh! And then you look down and like, wait a minute. Why is my rice moving? No. Yeah. That did not happen to you. I In my memories, it's absolutely happened.
2: I feel so, like this happened in a movie. And it could you're just happen. remembering it, it as could a happen. child.
1: Like my wiring could be completely crossed up.
2: Oh, that is the that is some freaky shit. Yeah.
1: So I can have like rice pudding I like. Um I I can eat fried rice? Yeah. But like straight white rice, the only way I can have it is like with Thai food and sure. like it's basically just like the filler like you add it to the sauce. Gotcha. Just to kind of thicken the sauce. Yeah.
2: I can see the fried rice because It'll cook out all the maggots. Yeah, they can't survive the frying.
1: Yes, I don't think so. And then it's a great source of protein.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maggots are very resilient. You know what you reminded me of though, and this is taking me back to my childhood. Did you ever watch the horror movie Slugs? Mm, no. Okay, it's it's just about slugs that basically <laughs> eat people. All right, and but they're not like they're not like huge slugs. They're just like slugs. I mean, a couple of them are, are kind of big. But there's this scene where this woman is picking lettuce from her garden and she picks up a thing of lettuce and it's got one of the slugs in it, right? And then she's like, has this date and she's like, oh, make the salad, right? And she goes and she like takes the lettuce and she's chopping the head of lettuce. Well, as she's chopping the head of lettuce, she, the slugs in there, she's chopping the slug up. How she chops this lettuce and then puts it in the bowl and doesn't notice it, okay? But anyway, so. The dude is eating the salad, right? And he's like, this is a good salad. He goes, tastes kind of salty. Best line ever. And then all of a sudden, he's like, his like nose starts to bleed And then his eyes start to bleed. And then I'm pretty sure his eyeballs just burst and slugs pop out of it. Like, (laughs) just ingesting the slug made all these slug babies pop out of this guy's nose and mouth and eyes and and shit. That's what your maggot rice
1: just reminded me of. Slugs the movie sounds like it's going to be like, oh, my God, it's one of the slugs. I'm going to briskly walk (laughs) away to escape you. Seems like it's
2: a... uh, it's like a, like a Family Guy episode or something. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> something you would see in a movie. Um, but maggot rice—that's maggot rice—is terrible. Yeah. Only equaled by cucumbers.
2: Yeah, and I, I can't believe that the cucumber is on your list. And is it all aspects of the cucumber? Like, what if it's in brine and vinegar and dill? Oh,
1: pickles are delicious. Okay. And pickles are like like my go-to. Oh. If I end up in a pickle aisle at a grocery store, yeah it's kind of like my toy habit. Like, I, I'm <laughs> probably going to leave with jar of pickles. More than likely. Yes, more than likely you can open up my fridge right now, and I probably have no less than five jars of pickles.
2: So, we, we are big pickle eaters in the house. I'm still a big pickle eater. I was a pickle eater as a child, still a big one as an adult, and my kids are huge pickle eaters. So, at Costco, I always buy the jar that's filled with all, like, the little baby kosher mm-hmm. pickles, and we just, will down a jar and like a week. I mean, All I'm I'm constantly having to go to Costco and get more pickles.
1: Uh, the last three trips to Costco I've made, I've bought the two pack of McClure's pickles. Oh, the McClure's ones. And I may, I may have eaten an entire jar. Wow, in one sitting. It's impressive. That's, no, it's it's pretty that's, pathetic, uh, but
2: yeah. How's your blood pressure?
1: It's, it's great. <laughs> I've, I've, I've taken to uh uh so, the way that my my home is is set up. Uh, the kitchen, you can look into the living room where, um, my wife and I usually sit and watch TV and and you can't see the TV from my view. So I'll kind of go in and I'll take the jar of pickles out of the fridge and I'll stand there and I'll kind of like creepily stare at my wife and just eat pickles. That's a weird thing to do. <laughs> it's totally stupid. She gets so pissed. <laughs> she hates it so much. She's just like, what are you doing? Will you stop looking at me while you're eating those pickles? And I'm just like, that's so good. That's so pickles weird. Pickles are so good. Oh, you're such a weirdo. But yeah, you have to you have to brine the cucumber. You have to do something to the cucumber to the or you're not
2: up. eating it. What's weird is my, uh, my son has recently rediscovered cucumbers and when we're at parties and there's the vegetable platter the cucumbers are as good as gone he, he may as the well
1: he, he may as well just worship satan <laughs> that, that, that might be it's not far same, behind it's the same thing things, hell, hell smells like
2: cucumbers <laughs> things that you did eat as a child that might still eat as an adult though One of the things I was always told I would grow out of and looking at my parents and the cereals that they ate Mm. compared to what I was eating as Mm -hmm. a kid, they're like, you know, when you get older, you're not going to have a taste for those cereals, those sugar cereals. You're not going to eat them. Guess what, mom and dad? You were wrong. Absolutely 100% wrong. In fact, I think I've doubled down. Especially because growing up, I, you know, I didn't. I think we talked about it. I, I, I didn't get Fruit Loops. I got Looty Loops. Sure. Like I, we, we never got the name brand stuff. So as an adult, I just buy the name brand sugar cereals all the time. And I'm such a sucker for any new kind of cereal that mm, comes out. Like okay. if it's different at all, like walking down the aisle, what the fuck? Chocolate frosted flakes? Yeah, gimme it. Pumpkin pie chocolate. Or,
1: you know, Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I'll take it. You you definitely tweet out a lot of cereal pictures, I, I, and because I
2: get them, because I get them, I love them. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing, like any, and it doesn't even stop at cereals. If you if they come out with anything new, like the other day I was walking through Meyer and I saw these this packet of it was Rice Krispie pophams or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like Rice Krispie treats now that are filled with like cookie dough or something and then they're like coated in chocolate Ooh. and they're like these little poppable balls I was like holy shit <laughs> and I had my kids with me right and this is the worst part about having kids it should be the best part this is the worst part about my kids is I can't even pawn shit off on them because they don't want it right I, I go like hey guys look at this should I buy it and they both look up they're like no I'm like why why <laughs> damn you and then i have to grab it and then say and then get home and my wife's like what the hell is this you know you, use a, you know, it's a calorie counter it's like what is this why did you buy this i was like I, you know the, the the kids wanted it and my daughter is always like no dad we didn't i'm like would you are you serious right now you're six i can take uh. shit away from you
1: You better back my ass up when I get the poppables. So I used to be a healthy cereal type guy that would add, like, sugar to it. And then I had, like, my sugary staples. But as I've gotten older, I've only got maybe two two to three sugary cereals that I I consider, like, they're my my main rotation. Name them. Uh, Sugar smacks or honey smacks, whatever golden crisp whatever you decide whatever to, you want to, call, to it. call it that um captain crunch with crunch berries okay and then i, I go back and forth with like a cinnamon toast crunch and apple jacks very rarely a frosted flakes but mm. those are like usually the ones sugar smacks and and uh, uh um jesus christ what the fuck? <laughs> Sugar Smacks
2: and uh, Captain Crunch with Crunch Crunchberries.
1: Berries are, That's the Alzheimer's kids <laughs> those, those are the two One of those has to be in the house at all times
2: Big fan of Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs Ooh. Those for me Are my number one Like in the family size is always on sale for some reason And I'm always scooping it up
1: I was always When that first came out I was like oh my god This is going to be the greatest one ever And I tried it, and I was like eh
2: did we met? We might have when we mentioned our foods that should come back and shouldn't come back. Uh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal. That's another one that I used to love. They don't make it anymore, but man, was that some
1: good stuff. See, and I still insist that they probably do make it. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't. Why don't you just buy like the brick of Rice Krispie Treats and then just kind of like, <laughs> just crush chop it up, just crup them. Yeah. Yes,
2: it's not the same, man. Totally the same. Um, so yeah, sugar cereals. That's a, a childhood thing. You're supposed to grow out of that. I haven't. Yeah. Um, you apparently you've got some in your rotation you haven't as well I'd be curious waxers how many of you out there still eat sugar cereals and did you prove your parents wrong as well
1: so one one last thing to end this on uh, while I am a, a hefty lad I I haven't got the diabetes yet which I'm thankful for knock on knock on wood uh, I think I'm a bit closer after the eggnog tonight but I, I, do, I do notice that if I eat a bowl of sugar crisp. Yeah. Probably within an hour, my urine smells of, of sugar crisp. <laughs> Those are keloids, my friend. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty pretty sure that that means that diabetes is knocking at the door. <laughs> well, let's keep an eye on your pee. Yeah. Okay.
2: Shall we? Oh man. Well, speaking of weird shit that you do. <clears throat> Uh, apparently, uh, channeling your your inner, inner child, who uh, more than likely used to, to to put on your shows and performances and mm. uh, anything of that nature, uh, you still like to occasionally, as we saw at the top of the hour, uh, talk in stupid voices and also sing nonsensical songs.
1: Can't get enough of that golden Chris.
2: <laughs> Let's have grandfather munch. <laughs> weirdo.
1: It's awesome. I can't, like, I, there's no children in my household and yet I still wander around just singing stupid nonsensical songs that have no business coming out of anyone's mouth. That's good. Love changing words to songs and, and it's just, it's foolish.
2: So I love that you put this on this uh, list because I did it as a child. I still do it as an adult and I will tell you one thing. Uh, singing nonsensical songs can really piss off your kids. And I take so much delight in pissing off my kids, okay? Because I'm pretty sure they take the same delight in pissing me off. So any chance I get to get under their skin, and once they let on that what I'm doing really bugs them, I will crank it up like a million notches, So I'll just, I'll, my daughter will say something or be doing something. She'll be on her iPad. And I'll be like, on your iPad, what you doing? She'll be like, dad, stop. I'll be like, I will stop as soon as I finish this line. Wait, I lied, I'm gonna sing some more. And just do shit like that, and it pisses them off
1: It also pisses off my wife. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other day, I didn't like the fact that I felt like I was doing all of the laundry. And so while she was in doing her some of her Christmas baking, I was singing a song to the effect of just in here doing the laundry all by myself because my wife hates my guts. <laughs> I feel like doing the laundry could
2: also be sung to the, uh, you could
1: sing it over uh, doing the Neutron dance.
2: I'm just here doing the laundry now.
1: I was thinking more along the lines of uh, Vanilla Ice's Having a Roni. Oh. What it's like doing the laundry. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. Yeah, uh, that works too.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Uh,
2: so yes, we, we both sing nonsensical songs. I uh, Remember when we came back from our podcast hiatus, I told you I wrote a song about a giraffe? Yes. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. The jam went, when you got a giraffe, what you gonna do about it? When you got a giraffe, what giraffe you gonna do, box, what, you do? Baby. what you do when you got a giraffe? And it just repeats itself. Sure, yeah, just repeats over and over, and drives my daughter crazy. She's like, "Dad, stop singing the giraffe song!" I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't help it when the giraffe song yeah. takes over.
1: Stupid, stupid things that just talking gibberish. Moosty moosty. I don't know what that means, but I say moosty moosty at least 80 million times a day. That's really weird. Can I start saying moosty moosty? I, I used to say moosty moosty, Mr. Stewie. What's, where? Wh- why? To my dog. Oh, moosty, oh moosty. yeah. And it, I, I don't know what it means, but it would mean different things depending on the situation. Well, and all your dog heard was
2: blah, 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 blah.
1: Exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So it makes all the sense in the world. Now I'll, I'll talk gibberish like that to the grandkids, and my wife can't stand it now because they are speaking more gibberish than they are trying to learn vocabulary. Oh, I'm sure their parents love you. Oh, they hate
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of songs, though, that we might like, as children, we often would sit there maybe we recorded them off the radio mm. maybe we recorded them off albums or cds or whatever it may be but we made mixtapes growing up as an adult it seems as though this is something that you still enjoy to do but more so if we look at the digital side of things you like to build playlists
1: yeah it's all and the same then thing right
2: also did i see this correctly that you are still burning CDs? Uh,
1: up until probably about two years ago, but yeah, no. That's uh, impressive. Yeah, no, I would still rip CDs, uh, and I considered. Um, there was a time when I had a laptop that didn't have a CD uh, or, or a DVD burner at all, and I considered buying an external because one of the things that I enjoyed doing around this time of year is to make like Christmas CDs and give them out as gifts i think you've mentioned that before which is really cool yeah so like whatever like the newer christmas type songs are new
2: christmas jams
1: i'll try to put like a mixtape together of those and like give them out so like i had i think i went like maybe three four years in a row where i gave those out so yeah it was i was still burning cds
2: man too bad you're not anymore because you know who could have been on there hosier Hosier, indeed. That, that, that could
1: have been on there. The you, <laughs> but nothing you
2: Is that Elvis covering a Hosier it's, song? It's, uh,
1: <laughs> Hovis. <laughs> Hosus. Hos- I think Hosus <laughs> is probably like a, a Jay-Z impersonator or yeah.
2: something. Yeah. I was oh, thinking it's a
1: cross between Jay Z and Kanye West. Okay, hoses, <laughs> hoses. All right, super hoses, is, super, hose. yeah. super hoses, super hoses, super
2: hoses. Dubious,
1: Cyclops, Wolverine, Stop and the Nightcrawler. It. Nope. <laughs> Not going that way. again.
2: Any chance we get to bring super hose back into the the podcast? We do, but that's cool. So I, I too, I, I still make playlists. I. They're more so for myself Mm -hmm. than anyone else. Now that I have my whole house wired with echoes and dots, though, and I've got them all synced up, I will tell you I've been making many more playlists, and music is just constantly... I've got... I I spent like $200 in Amazon products over Black Friday, but that filled my whole house. I've got like two echoes now, dots all over the place. So you can't go an inch in my house without hearing music, which is pretty cool. And it's all synced up. All right. So I've been making many more playlists as an adult now.
1: The only thing that, with technology being what it is, is you can sometimes get lazy and just go with the shuffle mode. Oh, yeah. And the shuffle takes out some of the romance of, this song should come first. This This song should be next. next. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. so uh,
1: that can get a little bastardized with technology, but Mm -hmm. still do it.
2: Yes, I agree. I can shuffle some of my playlists some though can't be shuffled like my running playlist the one mm. i used to run which i have not run in a little while here but uh if i do run it has to be in a certain order because i have to hit my strides like right at a a, a certain point of a song like I, I know when i hit this point in my run uh, you know I've, I've got
0: ain't nobody love me better
2: like I, I gotta hit it right at that point and I, I, I know i know i'm on pace that's how my life is now okay <laughs> just deal with it josh another thing that i i continue to do and it's it's easier to do as I'm, I'm i'm jogging in these on these these cold days and i i run back up to my house and And uh, and and look at at my mirror that's that's slightly frosted or fogged is is I will uh, go ahead and and draw something on my my fogged up or frosted uh, mirror or window is that something that you you still do I did it as a child I still do it as an adult what about yourself
1: Uh, I can't say that this one was big on me Uh, maybe more uh, like getting out of the shower and the mirror would be fogged up yeah. I would do it on that, but, like, not necessarily outside on automobiles.
2: Okay. Do you still do it on the mirror?
1: Mm, not usually.
2: Aw.
1: Well, that's sad. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm... You should still draw a smiley face on the mirror. Try to, like, trace your face on the mirror. You do that?
1: No, because... Okay. This...
2: No. Well, because then you, then ultimately you have to clean the
1: mirror off this... because your oils get all over the mirror. Yeah, this sounds like some kind of psycho psychobabble, which is, like, the power of positive thinking. If you just draw... <laughs> Have you ever just taken a moment to draw a smiley face on you when you get out of the shower in the morning? Like, it sounds like a very psycho babbly thing to
2: do. So what I do mainly is piss off everyone I know, and I will consistently, any type of foggy space or frosted space or snow-covered space, whatever it may be, I will draw a bonzo and I will leave it there. And it's especially nice when you do it.
1: So so you're essentially like Zorro. You're just walking (laughs) around tagging stuff.
2: Yes, absolutely. And uh, what's nice is when you do it on the bathroom mirror, if you recall, if, if the bathroom mirror doesn't get windexed or washed, the next time it fogs up. It'll, still be, It'll still be there. So like, there's Bonzo's. Like, e- wife will get out of the shower and it's it's just covered the twelve foot mirror that's in the bathroom.
1: They're they're just all over. Maybe I've got signatures on there too. Bonzo sounds like the knockoff, like the Big Lots version of Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an original Banksy. Yeah, I've got an original a- Bonzo. <laughs> Either that or or the the Banks the Big Lots version of Bozo. Oh man. They've got the big Mac. We've got the Big Mac. <laughs> I also didn't peg you for just doing bonzo. I, I thought for sure that there was gonna be penis and testicles involved.
2: Oh no. See, no, I was never a big uh big
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. A... Finish that sentence. I was
2: never a big <laughs> penis guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the power of punctuation everybody <laughs> depending on where you insert the comma <laughs> oh god I was, <laughs> I was never a big penis guy i was never a big Penis guy. I've
2: remained a small penis guy.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've taken that into adulthood from like,
1: like I could I could totally see you like being in the Bonnie household and all of a sudden like oh, Justin man. Mom, I'm to a penis in the mirror. It just like the the mirror fog fogs up and there's still like just a giant cock. Like right in somebody's line of sight.
2: Yeah. No.
1: Nope.
2: Oh, I thought we were going to get through that without the <laughs> penis thing, but we didn't. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Okay.
1: Also good stuff that we still continue to do. Speaking of things that we did. <laughs> penis jokes. <laughs> penis jokes. Drawing penis. Um.
2: Well, another thing that you, you mentioned to me, and I, I found this interesting, and something we did as, as – childs as youths as childs as childs and youths if you will child youths watch cartoons we watched a lot of cartoons as children Mm. although cartoons at least according to you are still your primary source of entertainment as an adult
1: my wife hates me so much oh i bet watching cartoons ad nauseum but it's there's not a ton of great television on no yet We are in, I was talking to, to Henson of the, uh, uh, extra Seek podcast that we are in a golden age of animation and there's just some amazing stuff going on as far as, as cartoons and, and animated series right now. Uh, Voltron legendary defender is on Netflix. They just wrapped up their entire series. Amazing. It was just epic from start to finish. If you haven't seen that, you should go out of your way. She-Ra is on Netflix.
2: Really? Like new
1: She-Ra? Brand new She-Ra. Okay. So I wasn't a fan of She-Ra to begin with. But watching this show, it was amazing. Yeah. It was some of the best writing. It was not geared towards kids in the least from the standpoint of – They weren't pandering to children. Mm. It's not like beating you over the head. It's not like GI Joe, you know, Hey, knowing's half the battle. It's just like, (laughs) we're going to drop knowledge (laughs) on (laughs) you and you're either going to pick it up or you're not going to pick it up. But when you get older, you're probably going to like be influenced by some of the things that you saw here. Hmm. It's both series are very inclusive of genders, races, different body types, not everybody is just a cookie-cutter version of a woman, a cookie-cutter version of a man. It's got everything. There's a so, literally something for everyone. Rick and Morty we've uh, talked yes, about. Ah, yes, we have talked about. South Park. It, it's almost as if as we, we mentioned it in our uh, Christmas Carol uh, podcast, talking about how South Park has kind of grown and mm-hmm. evolved, where it was literally talking about, you know, Uh, fecal humor and now it's very political and a lot of there's a it's very entrenched in political commentary or social commentary as it were. So I think that these different animated shows have kind of grown up with us over the times. All of the Star Wars stuff has been completely amazing. If you are not watching cartoons because you think that it's a kid type thing or a childish activity you are missing out on some amazing storytelling
2: I agree I agree there's a, I wouldn't say that cartoons are my primary source of entertainment but it does make up a large majority of what I'm watching
1: They're probably the most consistent how's yes, that
2: Yes yes and even even some of the stuff that my kids are watching i sometimes find myself getting hooked into Mm -hmm. like when i was holed up in the uh, hospital when my daughter was sick um it was on it was stuck on cartoon network and cartoon network at night gets really freaking weird like the whole like the whole adult swim stuff but even the stuff leading up to that like i stumbled across this show called, I think it was like The Amazing World of Gumball or something like that, Okay. that I'd never seen before. And it's this whole show about this this animated, I don't even know what he is, maybe a cat or something. I don't know.
1: I'm not familiar with him. At me, Waxers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, Good. right?
2: But he just peruses the internet, and it's all like like these different internet things he's seeing and, 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 and goes into his daily life. And at, it was very much like... Kids could get humor out of the stupid things, but as an adult, I'm looking at this and I am enjoying it because it's literally like hitting things right on the nose, like how wrong our social media or internet or anything like that is, Mm -hmm. and how our lives revolve around it. And it's like throwing it at your face like you're a freaking idiot if you're constantly doing this stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: And it, it, but it's a kids' show, right? And I just found myself getting caught up in it.
1: Uh, There's also a show on Netflix which I found recently it's been on there for a little bit and i saw it in the past but never took the time to watch it but recently i I gave it a spin and it seems like it would be right up your alley Hmm. the hollow oh no what's it so it's these three people two two young guys and a girl wake up in this room can't remember anything they've got amnesia
2: this is a cartoon
1: this is a cartoon they're trapped in this room. They can't remember anything. The only thing that they can find is a typewriter. They find a typewriter just sitting in the middle of the room and in their pockets, they end up finding, uh, their names, huh. but they can't remember. So, you know, oh, it says here, my name's like Bill, but he can't remember the fact that he's Bill and it goes on and on. And eventually like they think that they're in an escape room and sure enough, they have to escape the room and then they go from one situation to the next, and all throughout this different world that they're in, and trying to make sense of it, it's completely, that sounds interesting. It's completely weird, it's completely batshit at times, but if you watch it, it it's nice, and it, I think it's like maybe 10, 13 episodes, and it tells the entire story, everything gets answered, so it's it's a nice, tight storytelling device. 20
2: minute, half hour episodes? Yeah,
1: roughly it? a 30 minute episodes. Okay. So... It's not a big time commitment, but I guarantee you, you'll watch this and within four episodes you'll be hooked and you'll be, it, it, it was a lot of like what lost was supposed to be. Mm. And like, as you started to unravel what the big mystery was and everything, and then it gets to its end and it has, it's telling its own thing. So it's, it's, they're not dead. It's not like a lost type so that they standpoint. didn't include
2: any pregnant hippo goddesses.
1: No, but there were mm-hmm. like spiders who talked and... Okay, yeah, all in. Big spider people. And, I like spider people. And dinosaur people. And yeah, it's it's awesome. Oh, you'll man. love it. And they discover they've got different superpowers. Did you spoil that? No, not really.
2: Oh, okay. You find that out better in, happen in like episode
1: one. two. No, it's episode one. Oh, okay. Then but you're good. You'll like it. Trust me. I'm on it what's it called the hollow there you go okay were you testing me i was testing you son of a bitch <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: listen
1: i do listen to you on this it's, podcast it's the theme of the podcast <laughs> childish things so i was giving you a test like you took when you were a child the last thing i want to touch and
2: i i just want to be very brief on this one, because uh, we've dedicated shows to it in the past. I'm sure we'll dedicate shows to it in the future. But a childish thing that my parents guaranteed me I would grow out of and not continue to do as an adult. And thousands upon thousands of dollars later, I say, Ha, mom and dad, still doing it. That's video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yourself, you're uh, a gamer as well. Yes, I am. Did you, was there. So I don't want to dwell on that. Yes, we we both play video games. Was there a point in time in your life, though, that you stopped playing video games? Did you ever have a period where you stopped?
1: I think my focus shifts more than anything.
2: Yeah, or fell off. You know, not necessarily stopped at all, but like...
1: Well, no, (laughs) when I say that, like right now, I haven't turned on my PS4 in, in quite some time, but I've been playing mobile games. Okay. So, like, from that standpoint, like, I there was a time when I didn't play my PlayStation for a bit, but I was playing my PSP. Okay. Uh, Or when I was younger and I had a Game Boy, like I may not have been playing like the N64 or the Super Nintendo as much, and I might have been playing the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color. So in essence, you were still playing games. Right. I was still, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So my focus shift from one system to the next, but traditional, you know, uh, uh, systems like that, I, I would go to a lot of mobile stuff.
2: So there was a point in time for me, this is prior to the advent of, of mobile gaming, that I fell off video games, albeit slightly for a little bit. It was my senior year of high school. So I think I mentioned before I started dating a girl senior year and kind of every lots of things fell by the wayside, <laughs> mm. video games friends <laughs> money like you know sure. everything just kind of kind of goes away and for a period of time senior year I rarely played games and this was kind of right after I had bought a well 1999 I'd bought the Dreamcast so I still had fairly new games. And the PlayStation and 98, I think Resident Evil 2 came out. So, like, there were still a bunch of things and stuff was coming out in the N64. I just didn't play games because my focus had shifted. It shifted off games to sure the ladies, Hey, one yeah. lady in particular. And that kind of carried on into college. So, like, the beginning of college, I didn't really play games either. Like, I would say kind of like the first semester of college i wasn't playing games and then my buddy bought a ps2
0: mm.
2: it was kind of right when the ps2 came out and i immediately jumped kind of right back into games and absolutely loved it
1: so weird that you know you were around a ps2 and you ended up being an xbox guy
2: yeah i think because the very next year so ps2 was an introduction into kind of like the next gen. And then the next year, I didn't have the PS2 anymore. It wasn't mine. Uh, so over the summer, I went back to the Dreamcast. And then when I came back my sophomore year, one of the guys I roomed with uh, bought an Xbox. And then I fell in love with the Xbox. I was introduced to Halo, and it was over from there. I, I credit Halo as being the game that kind of reignited me into the video game obsession that I have today. And that might be why I, I've stuck with Microsoft, because that was... They were platform the mm. halo was platform exclusive still is to sure. this day and so i that's why i just carried the xbox now i'm an agnostic gamer now i've, I've got everything that sansa switch i don't have one i'm not going to invest in one
1: until they get cheaper but
2: yeah still play video games to this day
1: it, it's definitely you say addiction and i couldn't agree more <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get those games and it kind of just gets infectious. And oh, yeah. turns into a giant time suck and mm-hmm. you find yourself playing a lot more, especially with mobile games. Mm-hmm. You find yourself playing a lot more than you thought you should or you yeah. probably should. Yeah.
2: Most recently for me, I've been playing, um, in, I strapped on the VR headset again, I jumped into Borderlands 2. I I've been saw you
1: on that the other day. Borderlands
2: 2 VR. Uh, I also uh, bought Beat Saber. That's a really fun time. So I've been playing that in VR too. Beat Saber is really cool recommend that you're you're a music game fan yes beat saber
1: all right very cool i will look into it yeah on the mobile front uh wwe super oh, okay yeah. yeah that's is that really even a game yes <laughs> it's it's essentially at its its uh granular essence it's probably war essentially yeah all which right. most card games probably end up even dungeons and dragons is war to some yeah. extent what numbers higher and they win mm-hmm. so
2: nice well that's it. i can't uh, that that's all kind of we had on our list for for childish uh, childish things or childhood things that we did that we still continue to do as adults if you will it was fun i like this episode yeah it was cool it's different right yeah. yeah sleeper episode yeah still still touching on that nostalgia
1: indeed Waxing on it. Waxing on it. Absolutely. The the show. So waxers, what did we what did we miss? Uh, I thought you were the, about to say, what did we learn today? Yeah, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned. Is that, that a <laughs> new segment of the show? We learned that Josh sometimes <laughs> has pee that smells like sugar smacks.
2: And and watch out for maggots in your rice. Indeed. Or slugs in your salad.
1: And nope. and, and always hate cucumbers. <laughs>
2: So, how can they get a hold of us?
1: Uh, easiest way. Tweet at us at nostalgia underscore wax.
2: Yep. Uh, you can reach us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash the nostalgia wax.
1: Send up smoke signals and we'll probably not see them.
2: Probably not. You can also, though, reach us on uh, – well, not reach us, but uh, please rate us on iTunes. Uh, write, post a written review. Uh, send us some love. The more you rate us, or the more you you write a review, or the more you even share our episodes, the wider our audience can get. And we enjoy much wider audiences than.
1: Where are you going with this one? Your 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 head cocked. Because because I said I'm not gonna edit any podcast, but that would have been a great place to put in like you saying I'm not a big dick guy. <laughs> i'm not big on dicks or whatever it was yeah was, uh, no i've
2: never been a big penis guy <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah it happens <laughs> the story of my life uh okay <laughs> with with that being said waxers as as always wax, wax off, off.